Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to this week's Saturday Manager with me, Jim Kenny, Red Velvet Reserves Manager. This week, um, I hope you're all well. Um, a much nicer Saturday to play football uh, football in. Um, I'd like to start this week, not with uh, my reserves. I want to have a little touch on Red Velvet A's. Um, I formed these last season um, and as much as I'm not running them, still uh, a bit of a baby for me, having uh, set them up and um, got them going, so I'd like to keep a good eye on them. Um, they played a cup game this week against uh, Matagalpa um, at home. Um, I managed to speak to a couple of them because I didn't know how to pronounce their their team name properly um, and they said I'm fine to call them Matter as that's what they they call themselves anyway so um, but yeah they had a cup game two divisions above them obviously on paper Matter by far the favourites for this game and probably before the game if you asked them they, they would have thought they would got through to the next round. What they didn't expect is a team that got formed to go into the bottom league just to give people football um, on a Saturday who can't play on Sundays for whatever reason um, and can't commit um, on Saturdays, um, so it was ju- it was just about um, the enjoyment of the game and the social side for the, for the A team. <clears throat> and the first season, they had some okay results, um, and they got they got stuffed a few times as well. But what became clear was. There's a few players in that team who may have joined for the right reason, but once they start playing again, they wanted to win matches. So myself, Gary and Frank, we had to look into things and bring some new players in and worked really hard over the summer to bring them in. Um, And this season, they look pretty solid. Um, Get, picking up some decent results along the way. Had a good pre-season. And um, what can I say? Um, had a fantastic uh, cup result last week against Matagalpa. Um, turn them over, 3-2. I saw on Twitter um, someone put on um, the good old stick that on your tw- on your YouTube um, with a... Uh, bit of tongue-in-cheek uh, reply from Matter, which I quite liked about him not being YouTube and stuff like that. 
Um, but nice little bit of banter between them. But um, a lot of respect um, from Matagalpa towards um, the A side. Just hoping coming weeks they don't take it out on us. But massive well done to Red Velvet A's. Um, building a nice little squad together. Um, and I hope they feel part of the bigger picture as well. Because when I started the A's, I didn't want it to be reserves, A's, two, two different clubs. It's two teams, one club. Um, and we all meet up together afterwards um, and we have a chat. I'm obviously over the moon that they've got the result and I'm gutted the weeks that they lose. So and I want that to be uh, with both sets of players as well. Moving on to Red Velvet Reserves. Well, 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 well. This week we played a home game versus Alon. Um, in recent weeks, uh, especially after playing them and saying that their pitch was terrible, um, the goals weren't straight, <laughs> worst footballing team, can't see them picking up many points this season. Time to eat some humble pie. So... What I would say is next season, if this team's still together, you still need to move from your home ground. Because I think it's uh, ruining your style of play, making you look worse than what apparently you actually are. <laughs> and um, find yourself a better ground. But here's my humble pie in there. What I witnessed at the weekend. Um, they started faster. Um, thought that we'd be able to uh, really get out them down the wings using the size of Elton Town's. Uh, main pitch watch what we play on this season um but they got used to that pitch um very quickly um, and used the space better than us in the first half got the ball down saw some lovely football from them um we couldn't get close to them we weren't getting close to we weren't getting close to the players who was without the ball, let alone the player who had the ball. Um, and then, because of that, when we went to press, it was leaving goal uh, massive gaps from the midfield to the defence. Um, and it was relentless, to be honest with you. Um, the back line played very well. Um seem to be quite solid but um we we I think they had three corners one after the other and uh they scored from one of them and it was a good header I think it might have even been their second goal uh it was a good header header but it was a free header 
on the six yard line. Not good enough. It's not good enough. Um, I can say that to a man ability, which I still believe in, we are better than them. Um, but when you're not picking up your man and corners, when you're not getting close to close enough to your man, um, and when you do, you've got to run five or ten yards, um, which then you're going one way, they spin off, you've left a massive gap. Um, it's simple stuff. Um, midfield either being on the toes of the defence, or um, so the gap between the midfield and the striker is massive, or it will. There's no happy medium. They're attacking, leaving a massive gap between the defence and the midfield. Um, nevertheless, um, yes, again, we go in at half time. Um, losing a game of football, which, to be honest with you, in my opinion, we should not be losing. Yes, they've played well. Yes, they've they've shocked me. Um, it's a bit like a, a bit like a boxer going in first first um, fight. You know what they're about, and then second second fight, you think lovely. Here we go, and they switch it up. Um, they go they go from sitting behind the jab to wanting to go toe to toe with you. And that is exactly how it seemed to be on Saturday. Um, so, yet again, 4-2 down at half-time. Um, my team talk at half-time was basically the same as, as the second half, um, uh, as the first half. Um, that they need to believe more. Um, they need to have a bit of fire in their belly. We was losing the game football not through ability, uh, but through hard work um, and togetherness, which we seem to uh, be lacking at the moment for whatever reason. Um, go out in the second half and we push them back and we start to play some okay football in the right areas. Um But it's always we're always fighting back at the moment, so it's always the same case of let's go and win the second half and see what happens. Um, and as we push in, obviously there's the odd gap will come um, for a counter attack. But slow start seemed to be costing us. Um, we lose the game five four, so we won the sec. Uh, we won the second half two one, but it's just two. The mountains there already. Um, it doesn't help, obviously. Um, the manner of the game, how it went in in certain ways. Um, what a player gets booked for them for descent, yellow card. Um, then my player get five minutes later gets Simbin for descent. Um, and as much as the ref held his hands up to it, um, we 
we concede when he's when we're down to ten men. Um, it's very it's, it's very difficult to take sometimes. Um, and you know that a team like Alarm won't be able to play to the level and the intensity what they played in the first half uh, for the whole of the second half. Um, so we need to learn. We need to be uh, streetwise. Um, we we need to be cleverer. Um, we need to be. I say the word dirtier. I don't mean kicking people up in the air. But what I saw was very good of little tugbacks and stuff like that in right in right areas. I think their third goal on Saturday. The bloke ran through five. Five people without a tackle being made. Now, for me, if he gets past the first one or the second one, I'd, I'd probably stomach a free kick there, even a booking, regroup. Um, in actual fact, the second half when we was pushing, Alom did it very well. They gave away free kicks in good areas to them um, so they could regroup. Um I say losing the game five four, um, and they will turn around and say it could have been six four. They did have two goals disallowed, but unfortunately, it's not like those offside goals where I was on the line and there was close. One, um, one goal is they take a throw in. They've had a simbin in the second half. Um, Referee waves him on. They send on a different player. So we've stopped. That's not the same player. Um, obviously, ball's in play. So the player that's simbin has to come on and then the ball has to go out of play before it can be that, that person can be subbed off. Um, so we've stopped. And we're saying to the ref, X, Y, Z, they've played on thinking they've scored. Um Obviously, the ref had to look at his notes and see what number was um, Simbind. Uh, wasted a good five minutes, but we, we got the right decision there. Um, and the second one, um, free kick. And fair play to the bloke, probably about 25 yards out. He puts in top bins. And it's a great finish. But the laws have changed with players in front of the wall, I'm afraid. Um, and one of their players runs from outside, across, literally. He's banging the middle of the wall, um, less than a meet, uh, less than a yard away from, from the wall, as he's running in to cut back in from the penalty area to pick up any pieces if uh, the ball comes back out to him. Um Fantastic run. Unfortunately, it was too close to the wall. Um, obviously, I flagged to make the referee aware of what's happened. Um, referee had agreed seeing him run round. Um, and they've retaken it this time. Um, the shot hits the wall and we clear it. After the game... Their manager obviously wanted answers. Um, 
and this is probably the sweetest thing of the day for me, was he went, look, he's got it on his phone. He recorded that free kick, go and look at it. And the ref went, okay, let's go and have a look. So I hung around a little bit. And uh, as I was looking at it, you saw the ref go, there he is. And the man, the gentleman with the camera goes to the manager. Yeah, he's right in front of the wall as he's kicked. So it was quite nice. I got an apology for that. The ref got an apology for that. Um, but obviously, in real time, when you see it once, you don't know what's going on. Um, I can see their frustration. But I must hand it to Alumno. Um, different bag away from home than they are at home. Um, I didn't think they would get any more points this season after drawing to us. And they're chipping away at points quite nicely. Um so I'm man enough to realise when I'm wrong. Um, I went in their changing rooms afterwards and told them that as well. And I told them um, what I've said in the podcasts. I said I didn't think you'd win anything um, after watching the performance of the first game. Um, but then I did say I've got it totally wrong and massive respect to them. Um, and good luck to them the rest of the season. Um pain in the arse unless it's a cup and we've got to see them again uh, but honestly good luck to them boys and uh, I'll keep an eye on their results throughout the season and uh, see how they get on okay moving on to last week's results and predictions um so, in the premiere this uh, last week, I went with uh, West Wickham Albion versus Leighton Af uh, Athletic Reserves. I went for a 1-0 win for West Wickham. Um, ended up being a 2-0 win, so um, that's a victory for me, really. Um, in Division 1, West Brom versus Elton Town. I have to call them Elton Town because uh, the manager's... Uh, Spat his dummy and me calling them uh, Elton Ringers. Um, he, he asked me on Saturday, uh, please, Jim, please, Jim, can you call us by our proper name? So, Everham Ringer, I will now call your team Elton Town. Hope you're happy. Um, I predicted a 3 2 win. Um, for West Bromley, um, the game didn't go ahead because West Bromley didn't have enough players and the game got postponed. In Division 2, Farnborough Falls versus Crofton. Um, I predicted a 1-1 draw. And big tick for me, 1-1 draw it was. Um, in Division 3, Chelsea versus Bexley A. Um, I thought this would be a tighter one than what some of the results Chelsea would have had. Um, I said a 2-0 win and uh, it was a 2-1 win um, So to Chelsea. So nearly got that one right as well. Not had a bad week. It's probably the best week of predictions I've had. Um, game to watch last week was 
Westminster Bank versus Old Bexley Town. Um, and it was a cracker. Um, Westminster Town coming out of that with a 4-1 win. So massive well done to them. Um, just showing that uh, they've got a little bit about them because Old Bexley Town, like I've said in a couple of uh, podcasts already, uh, are no mugs and uh, they've got a different way of playing their game. So um, congratulations. That's a team to watch there, Westminster. Um, so we'll have a little look at them in a couple of weeks and see uh, if their results are carried on as good as that <clears throat> moving on to the predictions for this week so first on the agenda in the prem we've got Peckham versus agenda now, I thought the agenda would have uh, picked up or, 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 no, it's not picked up, but had better results um, after uh, being involved in some good games in last season. So, um, I still believe that they're a good team. Um, just away from home. I'm going to go with agenda. And I'm going to go with, I think things will click, a 3-0 win. Um, in Division 1, I've decided to have a look at, um, after their win at the weekend against us, Alom, they're at home versus Old Bexley Town. And obviously, I want to, uh, one, see if Alom could keep that um, momentum up from last week. And two, I want to see how Old Bexley Town bounced back from their cup defeat um, last week. So, and I believe, do you know what? I've, just more structured, and I, I think they'll bounce back. Um, but I don't think they'll win. I'm going to go for a for a Desmond on that one, two, two. And um, instead of a Division 3 one this week, um, I've done a cup game. And it's Catford versus Red Velvet A's. Um, the reason for this was I want to have a little look at um, Red Velvet A's after their cup win last week. And they're playing against Catford, who got promoted from their league last season. Um, so they know a little bit about them. Uh, both teams actually played a pre-season game as well, um, which Red Velvet A's came out on top of. Um, I actually came out of retirement for that game as well and played in goal. Um, and uh, ha had a fun game uh, with a nice little uh, bit of banter with uh, the management team and the subs from the sideline. So... Um, yeah, we'll look at that one this week, see how that comes out. Obviously, I'm going to go with a Red Velvet A win. Um, I think they're still buzzing from last week. I think they will concede. I think they'll... I'm going to go for a 3-1 win for Red Velvet A's. 
Um, personally, Red Velvet Reserves are a way to farm refers. Um, it'd be a cracking match, whichever way you look at it. Last season, at their place, we nicked it 1-0. Um, they couldn't score for Toffee, though, that game, <laughs> in all fairness. Um, but it was a good game. Um, a lot of respect between both teams. Um, in the second game, um, they absolutely popped us. Scored a goal from about 40 yards to go 1-0 up and never look back. Um, again, massive respect on that game. Uh, for the players, um, I think it was, I think it was four one, I believe, something like that. There was only about ten minutes left, um, and if it wasn't for the respect of Farnborough um, and the fact that they deserved their win, I would have pulled our team off the pitch. And I've, I haven't done that before, but um, there was just a, it got very very heated. Um, between the ref and um, my boys, uh, won't I won't dig it up too much, but I actually nearly pulled the boys off. Um, but it would have been a disjustice to Farnborough, so that's the only reason I did it. Um, and I've got massive respect for the club as a whole, and um, and yeah, so I've. I wouldn't like. I can only see a draw in this game, if I'm being honest with you. Um, it's not my my, my predictor, um, but I will put a one-one draw and hope Farnborough can't score like they did last year. But um, wait and see. Um, I'll let you know how we get on with that uh, result next week. Last on the agenda, I'm taking us away from. Uh, Saturday football slightly. People who know me, um, personally and around football, know that obviously I manage Red Velvet on a Saturday. I'm still involved in football on a Saturday. Obviously, you guys know it through this podcast. On a Sunday, I'm a qualified referee. And over the years through football, um, playing, managing and refing, you get to know people, um, especially I'm in the same area. Um, it's all local. I'm not involved in the Kent leagues. I don't go out miles and stuff like that. And um, <clears throat> Sunday mornings, I only do... Um, the Auburn and Bromley League. Um, I wanted to give something back to the league after playing in it for such such a long uh, period of my life. Um, so when I couldn't play two games a week at the time, I wanted to give something back. And about six months after uh, becoming a referee, um, it was actually Andrew. I, um, I was on a game with him. And uh, he was shooting off to do um, one of the ladies' games. And I was like, oh, quite interested. He was like, well, I'll give you a number over. 
and I started doing the ladies games um, which I quite enjoyed to be honest with you there's good and there's bad um, the bad just you accept and just appreciate that fair play to them uh, the good is very good and um, I've really enjoyed doing it um, and also jump on charity games when, when, when I can um, obviously um always chuck my fee in um to the pot for the charity personally um i know a lot of the rest do um but i enjoy them and get your face out there you get to know people um and uh obviously people like um photographers start again photographers like um brownie now he, I've I've known him for a few years now. Um, I knew that he was involved in women's football. Um, but he's just gone back to um, or gone to Dartford Ladies as one of the coaches. This weekend they played against uh, Fulham at home. Cracking game. Um, for me personally, Fulham had a game plan quite a physical side um, I could see him getting lots of results because of how physical they are um, but unfortunately if you come up against a Dartford team how they're structured through their manager and coaching team you can't bully them so it sort of backfired a little bit. It took it. Fulham went one nil up. I was on the line. Um, it took them about forty five minutes, or the team talk at half time. Um, who the manager and the coaching team must have said like, "Look, you need to get in their faces a little bit more. Um, you need to be more physical with them." And in the second half, for me, there was only one team in it, and uh, they get. Can't forget the equaliser. Um, game finishes one all. The Dartford managers in the first half probably thinks to himself he could have potentially had uh, a couple of penalties, um, which got waved away. Um, the referee had a better view and said no. Personally, especially on one, it was too far into the box for me to even consider. Um, and then, obviously, the the Fulham guys. Um, there was a couple of handballs, one one of which was uh, in the first half as well. So it was on the opposite side of me. I was on the halfway line, and. Uh, For me, it hit the shoulder. He turns around um, at half time, comes over and says about the handball and points at me and went, How about you? I went, What about me? He went, You had the same view as me. Why aren't you flagging and giving it there? And I just looked at the geezer. I was like, You, you think that I'm going to give a penalty from the halfway line? It, like, even if I thought it was. 
I went, I'm in my right to give it from there, really. Um, and he just tweeted, shook his head and walked off. Right, for me, I've never seen anything so crazy in my life. Um, someone giving a giving a handball um, from sixty odd yards away um, when the referee's right on top of it. Um, but anyway, at the end of the game, um, all the players come up to me, um, and the other two officials fist pumping, blah blah blah. I've got the match ball. In my hands, um, one of the players just gave it to me. Dartford coach uh, Brownie comes up to me. I put the ball on the floor, roll it through his legs. Ha ha ha! He puts his arm around me. I put my arm around him. Like, hey, I've just got ya. Ha, ha, ha lads, 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 and all that rubbish. Um, that picture gets taken. Now, I'm forgotten about completely. I think it's been a decent game of football. Um, I get a comment from the Dartford coach afterwards on Twitter saying, well done, fair as always, blah, blah, blah. Um, that picture goes onto Twitter um, with a caption of, like, it's not always about the win, but the friendships you make in football around the way. I'm happy with that. Um, sort of person that I am. Um, I go to whatever football to enjoy it. I don't go to make enemies. And if I can have a bit of fun along the way, fantastic. But at a time where we're so short of referees, shows so, so short, right? For Fulham to make the comments what they did, right? Oh, the uh, assistant um, official was uh, way too friendly with the coaching staff. Right. I'm not being an official right now. I'm being myself. The geezer needs to do one. Right? If I was going to cheat, I'd have given two penalties. If I was going to cheat, I'd have blew up when her keeper was fly kicking it and just came out, out of the area. I would have blew up straight away instead of just giving her a warning. If I was going to cheat, in, instead of respectfully asking him not to keep going on the pitch and to come back, I'd have called the referee over and got him sent off. Don't tell me, right? That I'm too friendly with any other coach or uh, or any players. Because I'm fair. For 90 minutes, I'm not that person's friend. For 90 minutes, I'm, I'm no one's friend. Whether I'm playing, whether I'm refing. But after that whistle's gone, I'm back to me and my personality. And that will never go. And people might say, yeah, wait until you get changed when you're in a tracksuit. I say no. I am who I am and I will always be that person. And if teams don't like it, go and do one. It will never reflect the way that I officiate if I'm on their game ever again. 
I'll be, do exactly the same. If it's Dartford-Fulham, it'll be exactly the same. I will manage it exactly the same. People need to grow up. I'm not talking about kids' football. This is a man, a manager. And I'll probably get backlash from saying this. Unprofessional. Yeah? But I'm willing to say it now, and I'll say it to the bloke's face. Not hide away through an email. It disgusts me. And this is why refs are walking away. He's willing to come up and give me a fist bump and say, well played, and then go home and then send an email about me. Well, I fist pumped him, and this is my email. Geezer's a joke. Good luck to uh, Fulham and Dartford women in the future. They're playing each other this weekend in the FA Cup, I believe. Be an absolute cracker. But um, whoever's on the, uh, in the middle or on the lines, just be careful. Um, because uh, you wouldn't want to complain about you for doing your job properly. This has been uh, my podcast for this week. I'm Jim Kenny. If you are involved in any sort of grassroots football over the weekend, particularly Saturday, good luck. And I will talk to you next week. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.